All right, what's up, party people? I'm taking over the episode this week. This is Swan. I've got Perry in the other room, but as of right now, I am pouring some blind samples for him. This week, we're going to test his real love for Wild Turkey 101. I don't, I don't know. I, he might, he might pick it out. This is one of the regulars. I mean, he pretty much keeps a handle of this at his house on a regular basis. But we're going to be trying some other. High rye, you know, I do that in quotations because wild turkey is so high rye. Um, and uh, we're, we're going to see how these stand up. We're going to have some new riff, some old granddad bottled and bond, some new Lou batch two, some fighting cock, and of course wild turkey. So in just a second, we will start blinding him with those. <laughs> Welcome back to another This Is My Bourbon podcast. This is Swan. I'm taking over this week. It's hostile. Give know. me my mic back, Swan. No, absolutely not. This is <laughs> this is my week. This is my time to shine, Perry. All right. How's it been going, man? Dude, I am doing really, really well. It's been a... Well, it's been a week. It's been a week. It's yes. been a week. But That's a good way to put it. I'm, I'm doing well. Baby's super happy and fun and cute right now, so I'm enjoying the heck out Absolutely. of that. How are, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm coming to your house and interviewing you. I don't know if that usually happens. Uh, that's happened once before, but I can't get into it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> sounds, sounds dangerous. I'll tell you off air. Alrighty, man. Alrighty. <laughs> well, um, we're going to get straight into it, man. We got a lot to drink on today. Uh, we do. You've poured up what five different samples in front of us yeah i put you to the test to make sure you got 10 glen karens uh but, you initially uh, told me we needed eight glasses yeah, and then last minute you're like nope we needed it we need a 10th yeah it's, a uh, it's, tenth. it's like a hydra thing going on this week <laughs> cut off another head another one shows up it's uh, don't worry about it uh, either way man what have you been drinking on recently well uh let's see i put out uh, kind of a an apb last couple of weeks for for some more elijah craig barrel proof because my supply was running very low and i was very sad about it and surprisingly enough i got sent one bottle from don nishida who was one of our one of our longtime listeners one of our favorite people and i also picked up another one from a local kentucky local kentucky guy uh, after i put out the call but also got uh, a c920 i believe mm-hmm. and an a120 as well um but i'm trying to think i picked up this uh jack daniel single barrel barrel proof nice recently as well i love those bottles we need to have some of this here in a little bit absolutely we're feeling like but uh i also got a four as a small batch select which is uh, you know beautiful amazing yeah but i don't know nothing like super out of out of this world the the stories behind the elijah craig barrel proofs are the biggest ones for me this week so i have a couple i get to actually have one on reserve for the first time in a while Mm -hmm. i mean before the pandemic i actually get to have one on reserve about you swan what have you been drinking recently what have i been drinking man that's a good question it's a little bit of everything i've kind of realized that i've got so many bottles that are like 
a fifth of the way down. Yeah. And I just needed to just, just off them. Right. So like I had some like hotel tango, uh, just the two year that oh, I was like, it's time dang. for this thing to go, man. I need another bottle in my life. They've got those specialty tins going out and I need to see if I can get one. Um, 2021 needs to be the year that we have hotel tango on the show. Absolutely, man. I want you to be on that episode as well. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, you don't normally sit down with me when I do interviews. I don't, no. But I really, really want you to be a part of that one. So I can gush over their packaging to their face? Yeah, yes. Absolutely. That. And, you know, because. Yeah. You should not? be around for some for some interviews. I should, man. You did a great job at Bourbon on the Banks. <sighs> yeah, I need to be around for a few more. You're right. I, I, I need to also pick up their uh, special release, too. That's like a six-year Dickle. I've mm. heard it's great. But, I mean, you know, you just hear the Dickle, and you're like, I don't know if I want to do that. Why yeah, wouldn't I just pick sure. up a Dickle pick? But... Hey man, the packaging's hey, got me. Do what you want, and the the juice inside is the one that's going to keep me there. there you so, go. yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely going to be grabbing one of those soon. Um, also had what else did I finish off? Oh, I, I finished off some Wild Turkey 101. Shocker there. Uh, I finished of, off a handle last night. Yeah, actually, some uh, some rare breed. Had some rare breed. A couple of Knob Creek go. picks. Killed. I killed two that I had at home. Uh, they were the same pick. I had been working on them and not realizing I had two open. Um, just good stuff, man. I know that you said Knob Creek, but for whatever reason, my brain kind of did a backflip. Yeah. And heard you say rare breed picks. I wish. I. It made me cry a little bit inside. Yeah, yeah. But maybe someday. Maybe one day, yeah. All right, and as always... We move on to the flying blind section. Flying this, blind. Yeah. So I'm going to do an extended flying blind. You are. Yeah. You, so, we have a lot of whiskey in front of us. We do, man. <laughs> uh, so most flights are like A through C or D. We're doing E. We're going all five. Yeah, buddy. We're going all five. Yeah, buddy. Happy Sunday afternoon. Absolutely. <laughs> I requested to do this as early as possible. You did. Yeah, you did indeed. If I need to sober up and watch Ron Swanson do Ron Swanson things, I can't. <laughs> Um, all right, so we're going to start with A. I've all got right. this from left to right, and we're going to be starting with that one. Oh, man. It's a really good nose. Yeah, I can I can honestly tell you this is going to be uh, difficult. So are we also ranking? Oh, yeah. All these? We're oh, ranking good. these, yeah. That's I'm gonna, good. I'm just going to blow this at the end. I'm not stressed at all. Listen, see, you get to do this every week with me, <laughs> and I get to be like, I don't know what it is. It's got Jim Beam qualities and some caramel and vanilla, and then it's just like, this is blank. But today, you get to be that person. It smells a little lighter. Like, it doesn't smell quite like it has the proof that other products hold. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So let me put this, uh, I, I am going to spoil just a tad bit. These are all relatively the same proof. So we're getting something very similar across the board. Well, that sneaks up on you at the end. It does, man. First blind flight of 2021. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I haven't done a blind flight in since last year. Since last year. Ah! Oh, look at the dad jokes on this one. (laughs) All right. So that one's pretty good. It's uh, it's got a little bit of brown sugar stuff going on. Yeah. I like that. Just nice, easy, plain. It it does it does have quite a bit of heat towards the back of the palate. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. The finish is really like syrupy, too. That's nice. It is, man. 
That's nice. That's very nice. It's very nice. Yeah. So this like re- this little blind section is going to go a little faster than normal just because I like to do the comparative stuff. It's going to be, you'll hear the gears turning when we get through okay. with all five because I poured <laughs> enough to kind of compare back and forth. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and move on to B, man. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Ooh. That's different. That is really citrusy. Yeah, it is. That is. It's almost like a pre-made cocktail. I was going to say. It reminds me a lot of a, of, of like a citrusy cocktail. Yeah. We caught up with um, one of my best friends last night on Zoom. I guess it was FaceTime. And he was like, I'm running really low on my, my, my bar supplies. Mm-hmm. I need it, but I want to make a cocktail. And we were like, okay, what do you, what do you have? He brought out spiced rum, <laughs> a coffee liqueur mm-hmm. uh some something in a green bottle it kind of looked like a san pellegrino bottle but it, it wasn't in bitters we were like just mix you, it you do not have a lot going on there <laughs> just mix it you? all together and he yeah. he made it and like he took the first drink and he was like this is a really bad cocktail <laughs> <laughs> He was super unhappy with it. I, I don't doubt that. That Nothing about that sounds fun. No. No. I'm going to go into this. This kind of pre-mixed cocktail. I need to. Nose. I need to as well. Oh, that's different. I'm taking a big Kentucky chew. Kentucky chew on that one. Yeah, it kind of demands it almost. That's weird. It wants to really sit mid-palate. Wow, it's viscous. Whew. I'm picking up like a, oddly enough, like a baked bread note. Almost kind of yeasty. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm getting that too, man. It's um, and it's really hanging around on the middle of the palate. This is gonna sound like a bad thing, and by no means is it. But have you ever had like something you've cooked, like a roll or something, but it's not quite done? Yep, that's exactly what's going on here. Yeah, and a yeast roll too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it, but I don't, I don't see myself reaching for it. I don't either. Um, it's. I do like the citrusiness of it mm-hmm. as well. Um, it seems to kind of layer itself well with some of the baked bread qualities. Overall, it's kind of, um, it's good. I'm just kind of like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad. I think that I think I like the first one better so far. The best part is, I'm going to be honest, I poured this like 40 minutes ago, probably. I've already forgotten. So thank, Fantastic. Thank goodness I put this in my phone. Fantastic. Yeah. This is the level of quality that comes when uh, Swan does a hostile takeover. Absolutely. Episode. Yeah, this is my episode. Except I'm still doing the nose, or news. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do the news after. I wanted to kind of break it up a little bit. <laughs> oh, this one's very similar to the mm. first one. Oh, I like that nose a lot. Oh, I think I'd go back and forth on which one I'd like, depending on the day. Between this one and A. <clears throat> I agree. Oh, I inhaled too much. I like, I think right now I like the nose on A a little bit better than I do C. Mm. This is still a great nose, though. It is, man. It is. Oh, oh that is peanut. Oh, is this that lineup of stuff that Chad gave you from all the, the Jim Beam ones? No. <laughs> Which one of these is Red Stag? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I, uh... He gave me the cards for it. He did, yeah. No, that's in my car. We can do that. We're not doing that today. (laughs) Maybe after you get back from your little sabbatical. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, that's different, man. I... 
I like that a lot. I do too. That's tasty. It's really, really mouth coating. It is. Um, which is to say, the mouthfeel is nice. I mean, it, it's just very viscous. It's got this dark chocolate peanut butter ball mm. quality to it. Yeah. Wow, that is so good. It is very good. This is a front runner for me for for the time being. I also just another spoiler here. I'm I'm kind of layering them in as we go. I made sure you haven't had any of these within the probably the last six months. Oh wow! With the exception of probably one or two. <laughs> so majority you've not had. All right, all right. Uh, and I I think there's probably uh, at least one in here you've never had. So I believe it. Yeah, we got some uh, we got some new ones in there. I moved on to D. I apologize. You moved on to D. Okay, yeah. I was this talking one, too much. This one's a little lighter on the nose. Yeah, this one's got kind of some vanilla though. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just like overwhelmingly that. It it's very watery as well. Yeah. If I really dig, I can pick up some some citrus notes. But that's uh it's it's the lightest of the four so far. Vanilla and like a faint, like kind of apple fruit kind yeah. of thing going on. And and there is a bit of, there, there's a bit of alcohol or ethanol, I guess, on the nose. But it's not, it's not overly present. No. All right, I'm going to go in for the power on this one. I'm perplexed by the nose. Like, I just kind of want to keep investigating it. But at the same time, like, I am interested to see how it changes once it gets to the palate. Oh, 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 that is different. So D is interesting. It's really savory up front. Yeah, I was, that is nothing like the nose. Oh, the finish is weird. Yeah. The finish is kind of sour. Just a tad, yeah. Like a like a kind of like a green apple. It's almost like the peel of a green apple. Yeah, but if you just got a mouthful, of that. <laughs> you just took like instead of like biting into the apple, you balled up. The you just peel skinned it and just ate and the just entire ate, peel. Ate that like an apple. Yeah, that's what that feels like for sure. Hmm. Man, it it's really really bizarre the way that this kind of roller coasters through its palate. Because like I said, it starts out super savory. But then it just it takes this this dip in the middle where it goes sweet. And then, like I said, the finish is just that sour green apple peel yeah. ball. All right. We got one more left. So I'll, I'll layer in another one here, that, another hint. Uh, all of these are roughly 100 proof. I believe that. Roughly. I believe that. C would have been the only one that I would have had a hard time believing you on, mm-hmm. just because of how viscous it is. It feels like it's like one, 105, 110. Mm. I, would, I would say, yeah, one, 110, 114 yeah. or so. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. It almost reads like early times bottled and pond. Yeah. In a way. A little bit. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Which I need to I need to grab a couple bottles of those. You do, man. Good old Sazerac. Between that and the Heaven Hill six year green label. Our friends are leaving us, Barry. They are. <laughs> Our friends are leaving it's us. It's like it's like the end of summer camp almost. Except 
it's like your friend. No, I'm not going to say that. That got real dark before I was going to get What kind of summer camps are you attending? There, no, no, buddy? no, 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 no. I, it was not, it wasn't going to end well for our friends at summer camp. Let's yeah. just say that. Oh my gosh. All right, so we're moving I on to... It wasn't my fault. I wasn't the one who was committing the crime. What are you justifying here? I'm just justifying that I made a really weird analogy in my head. <laughs> and then I didn't want to get it out. Like you're covering up for some summer camp. I'm not covering you anything up. <laughs> Ooh, okay. This last one's way different. Oh my! It's almost got like a slight corn syrup nose to it. Uh huh. But there's a lot of like baking spice layered in underneath. <laughs> Is this mellow corn? No. <laughs> no. Have you had mellow corn? I have. Yeah. It's good. It's perfectly I, fine. I really don't mind it. At all. Don't expect, like, the best thing you've ever had, but, I mean, it's just tasty. No. Oh, man. It's See, savory, too. lost in this nose. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that is a great nose. All right, here we go. It's not bad. That's different. I like it, but it's I, I don't know what I'm drinking. Um, I don't know what we're drinking, either. Not your thing? This is not my thing. Not your thing? Um, the finish is pretty nice. Up front, it tastes really young, though. Um, yeah, I because there's not there's not a lot of depth to it. No, I would probably guess that this is anywhere from thirty six to forty eight months. If I if I had to guess, and I'm I'm not being you know tested here or anything, but no, it, no. it doesn't. It really doesn't read like an older product. It doesn't. It's got uh, kind of like a. I don't know. This one more so than the rest of the four. When it leaves your palate, it has like a coating, and then you start to get a lot of nice flavors once it's completely mm-hmm. out of your, you know, palate. Yeah, but, but it's not a finish. It's just like the lingering uh-huh. flavor. It, it's well, uh-huh. I will. I will say there was a bit of a finish that kind of opened up. Yeah, but it was not. Wasn't what I was expecting. No. So let's go ahead and eliminate two right now. Are there, it's out of the ones that we, we had, I think if I had to eliminate two, it would probably be like B and E. Yeah. B and um, e. e being in, oh, there's a nice coffee finish actually that I'm. Getting. It keeps getting better. I'm going to have does. to go for a second sip. It does. And I, I, I want to take another sip as well before I decide that I don't want to include it. The nose got more interesting. It drinks more like a blended scotch. It does than yeah. anything. I don't. Some people are gonna love that. I just don't know if that's for us. It's not. It's not for me. Um, I don't hate it, but it's um. Yeah, there's the, just not enough going on, dude. The finish and the the like after finish, if you could even call it that, are great. Mm-hmm. But up up front, it's it's no bueno. Yeah, I took Spanish. Can you tell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Donde está la biblioteca? All right. Well, so wh- which ones are you eliminating? Uh, I'm going to go. I can already say D would be my last place. Or e-, e would be my last place, rather. Okay. I apologize. Um, B has opened up a lot on the nose. I know that wasn't the one that we were the most fond of. That's at the, the citrus heavy one. Yeah. Um, I would probably agree with you and go... And go B. Let me taste it again, though, just to yeah, just to confirm. It's not bad. I just think no. that the that A, C, and D outshine this one by a fair bit. Um, 
so I would go I would go E last place, B second last. Um and I I don't really know exactly how I feel yet about uh A C and D okay. as far as ranking. Well let's go ahead and get B and E out of the way. I'll pull out what these are. Sure. So, e our last place into the backpack of truth is Nulu. Hmm. So this is their batch two. It's 101 proof. So it is 100 plus proof. It's usually kind of a redeeming quality for us. Um, but for this one specifically, it's the first time I've had it. Didn't know if it was going to be any good. Mm-hmm. I like their single barrels significantly better. I have to agree. I have yeah. to agree. Is there an age statement on that bottle? There is not. No. Not even on the back label? No. No, on the back. Uh, oh, no. Four to six MGP bourbon. Four to six. Four to six. That yeah. does not read like it's that old. No, but they do pick a lot of sweeter barrels, and maybe it just doesn't lend itself well, to uh, you know the flavor profile we want at 101 yeah. proof. Maybe we need the cash yeah. strength version. I mean, I guess I did throw out 48 months, so that's four years. But yeah, even even still, I I, I would have aired more on it being 36. Yeah, honestly. I mean, that being said, they're single barrels and they're finishing stuff is fantastic mm-hmm. i think they're gonna be one to watch this year. yeah i totally I just, agree i wanted more from the from the single or from this batched product yeah. all right next one b fighting cock fighting cock absolutely well this is the non-age stated yeah i've got some of the age stated but that didn't seem quite fair Mine, since you yeah. can't go grab it on the <laughs> shelf My, mine's not uh so so full anymore either yeah but uh i yeah, again, I like it. It's just there there are other things in this lineup that I like better. Yeah, absolutely, man. I I think Heaven Hill needs to I mean, they just need to keep doing their nice 94 proof Elijah Craig and their mm-hmm. Evan Williams. They do great with those. It's just this Fighting Cock release gets overlooked and uh, I get it now. Well, I do too, especially if you were to put it up against just standard Turkey 101. Yeah. As well. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I understand what they were going for with it. I just don't think that it's the biggest win in my book. Um, I did do a review of Fighting Cock with the guys from Film and Whiskey, though. Oh, okay. Uh, about mid last year, mm-hmm. I think. We also reviewed uh, Spinal Tap, the movie. So <laughs> nice. it was a really fun episode. I, I, I talked about it on the show before. I mentioned it on uh, on social media as well. Go and check it out because those guys are great and um more to more to come about them in the future absolutely so we've got a c and d a, left. C, and d. all right let's go ahead and eliminate another one ha <laughs> yeah this, this is, is where harder. this is where it gets yeah tough. oh goodness okay i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to taste through these again i'm actually gonna go d to dca okay in we'll reverse order this time Oh man. Okay, D is actually getting a lot better on the nose. It's gotten better on the palate too. It's opening up, man. That's good. Some of the heat's kind of coming out now. Dang it, that is tasty. Oh, this is gonna get difficult, man. It's not gonna be easy. <laughs> no. Oh come on, oh, man. Oh C. Mmm. C's just... That's hard to beat, man. That's so good. That's hard to beat. Oh, that is so good. 
A, A, I think, is the most well-rounded from nose to palate to finish. I mean, I need to go back and taste it yeah. again. But in, in retrospect, I think this is the one that's kind of stood out the most as being manageable, I would say. I think as far as like cohesive nose to profile, mm. it's probably one of the better ones. But I think I actually enjoy some of the more jutting flavor profile out of some of the other ones. I can see that. It's just this one's cohesive throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to eliminate D. D? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think C is significantly better. And like I said, A is just incredibly well-rounded yeah. to me. Um, so D's not, <clears throat> excuse me, not, I, I'm, I'm not opposed to it by any means. But I think these other two just have a lot more to show for. That's fair. All right, and so we're eliminating D. We're eliminating D. Let's find out what it is. As Swan reaches into the bag of truth and pulls out a bottle of New Riff. New Riff. It's the bottled and bond. Yeah, this is I, just their standard release, man. It's been a while since I've had it. It has, yeah. It holds up well. It does. I And, and again, I like it quite a bit. Yeah. But there's just... These these two products, yeah. I would I would have more than likely picked any day of the week over. Yeah. So now the hard part. This is the real hard part. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go back and forth between the two, and and I have you know quarter of an ounce on both of them. Yeah. And I can get you more of whatever you want uh, once we decide. You know. Well. Or if you want to leave the room, it just depends. But. <laughs> I do not trust you to go full unbridled reign of control. Yeah. I'll just start <laughs> screaming into your mic, and then it'll be Perry's the, audio. Because the editing would just be a nightmare for me. See, I'm I'm going to have to look on my phone which one's which, because this is what I've got confused. Okay. I stand by the comments that I made earlier. A has the better nose. Okay. I think A definitely is more pronounced mm-hmm. c is definitely there but it seems a little bit muddier uh than than a does i don't it know does. if it's there's a bright note that a has that c doesn't have but i i definitely prefer the nose on a okay yeah for sure i mean i'll say i'm inclined to agree with you just because like i pointed out time and time again brown sugar is like a sweet spot for me mm-hmm. i like that the the c is is more like kind of dry peanutty it is but i feel like they would serve different purposes like i agree some of them i would like to have with stuff and others i'd like to have by itself c has mellowed out significantly since uh since we first had it yeah a little bit but it's still got it's still got plenty of flavor still has plenty of flavor but it's definitely lost the heat that was there when we first tried it in this flight um i think after sipping it again it's clear to me that a is the winner all right between these two so i'm gonna go ahead and pull out c we'll see what we got here let's go for it old granddad I knew it had to be 
a Jim Beam product. It has to be, man. There was no way that this was not a nutty Jim Beam bottle. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that being said, I think you've probably guessed based on the other bottles we've had in this lineup yeah. what the last one is. Yeah, I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident that this one's. This one's not going to surprise me too much. You want to go ahead and ruin it for everybody? Uh, is it Turkey 101? It is Turkey 101. <laughs> All right. So this I... was a test for Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see, because we've got a lot of relatively close things to Wild Turkey 1 on the shelves here in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. What Does it really hold up, or is it just like, is that the name that people associate with? But man, it just holds. It up, really does. Man. It just holds up. I am happy that this happened the way that it did. If I ran this concept by you, you'd be like, "It's too high risk, man. It's too high risk. I can't tell people that something might be above Turkey 101." No, 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 no. This was perfect, yeah. and I, you know, maybe I'm digging my own grave by saying none of this was, you know set up by me this was all swans oh, doing 100 percent, man but i i am elated <laughs> to know <laughs> that, <laughs> that i have some form of validation through this blind flight absolutely dude i i honestly it just blows me away every time i have it that it's such a quality drink mm-hmm at the price, at the proof, roughly, of course, six to eight years. When I do tours, and I haven't done one in a while, but this is what, you know, if people ask, what's your what's your go-to bourbon? What's your favorite bourbon? I say this, and it's for the exact same reasons that I just laid out for you. And yeah. actually, I, six to eight is not entirely correct. It's more like eight to 12 at this point. But there's yeah. probably some six-year uh, thrown in there just to taste. But... That, that, first off, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, man. I I will say there was a point <clears throat> where I thought maybe we were doing um, the the Remus blind. No, no, because you That's said too easy. Yeah, I, I know because you did just bring it up. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, Swan's gonna he's 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 maybe messing with me a little bit, but yeah, this was awesome. Yeah. And I'm very, very happy that this went out for me. I mean, all of these are competitors, you know, for Wild Turkey 101. Yeah, of course. I can't think of a single other bourbon where somebody is just <clears throat> fighting for that crown spot, you know? Yeah. I mean, think about it. There's nobody that's that's got that kind of competition. Now, Buffalo Trace, you can say, well, you know, it's a 90 to like 100 proofer. People are fighting for that spot. It, Everyone's yeah. got an expression at that. That's yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. that's there. But the, the high rye content of yeah no i'm putting it in quotations high rye high rye it's like what 14 percent rye 16 percent or something yeah, like but that. that rye spice does come through <clears throat> on wild turkey it does uh it does. you know everybody's kind of fighting for that spot and i mean nobody's doing it better than turkey man oh i i totally agree i will say i there was a point too with the old granddad where i thought that it might be knob creek mm-hmm. 100 yeah. i mean I, I i came really close to just saying that's what it was yeah now i went with ogd 100 like the bonded because it it is a direct competitor at least in my it mind is. for yeah. wild turkey 101 well it and it's cheaper than the the knob creek small batch as well it is yeah so it i think it fits more into that bracket that turkey 101 is in absolutely um, but i i could understand if you threw knob creek small batch into this flight but I, I think you're you 
were correct in throwing in the the old granddad. So tell me, I, I need I need a little bit of clarification on something. Yeah, you texted me and said that this was one of the more expensive lineups that you had. Oh yeah, crafted for the show. Yeah, no, I just is it, is it because of the new riff and the new Lou? Yeah, yeah, they're oh, okay. significantly more expensive. <laughs> but that being said, I needed to put some craft that was available in Kentucky. Both you can purchase more and more frequently yeah, in Kentucky. For sure. Um, the Fighting Cocks on the shelf all the time. Old Granddad Bondage on the shelf all the time. Mm-hmm. Wild Turkey 101, believe it or not, it is on the shelf all the time. <laughs> uh, but these other two are starting to get better distribution, and yeah. you may see them around. But I wanted to add some craft in there just to kind of... Yeah. Throw you for a loop. For sure. Um, and I mean, <clears throat> we've said some things about the fighting cock and the Nulu that I almost feel bad about now. But I kind of do too. But let's put it this way, guys. You had the stiffest competition to go up against. Uh, you, you're, you're not wrong. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> it, it's tough to, to come out on top when you got Turkey 101 in Even the Even in mix. the bracket, man. Yeah, oh, it's, for sure. It, it's for it's sure. hard. Um, but I mean, they all do great with their own expressions. We should so. We should do this again. But with some of the mid-tier premium products. Oh yeah, no, I'd love to do one with uh, like Rare Breed, OGD one fourteen, exactly. Small batch select from Four Roses. Yeah, I think would fit into that as well. It's the lower proof of the three that we mentioned. But. Yeah, but we'll we'll give it some time for us to both forget. Uh, so at least by the time we leave today, <laughs> uh, and then we'll we'll come back to that. I asked Swan on the pregame chats how often he forgets everything that we do on the podcast once he leaves. Yeah. No, as soon as I get home, (laughs) it's gone. That being said, I blended them all together. It's kind of awesome. It's not not bad at all. Yeah. It's in my Perryport glass. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Travis Gintz. Also, speaking of glassware, some of the glasses that we were drinking out of today are the, this is my bourbon glass, Glen Cairns, which are available at whiskeyambitions.com. Absolutely, man. Your home. Good plug. For whiskey-related merchandise and apparel. Absolutely. On the internet. Thank you, Chad and Sarah. All right. Well, now that we've kind of ruined our complete format and uh, Swan's (laughs) doing his normal takeover, now we got the news. We do. And there is so much of it this week, man. We have a significant amount of news this week, and I am really, really excited to, to get into this. There's nothing really too dour either i know that last week we were uh talking about willie pratt um but everything's kind of everything's kind of feel good this week uh, which is a really good way for us to uh launch into into 2021 and you know we're not going to talk about some of the other news that happened in this past week that's not what we're here to talk about no what we are here to talk about though is that the fda is no longer charging distilleries for the hand sanitizer thank goodness that they made in the wake of the pandemic um first off stupid that is the so stupid the fact that man. this ever was a thing that we had to listen to people were considering just makes me want to throw my head through a concrete wall dude i mean just think about it <laughs> i'll be honest with you no one liked the the stuff that came from the distilleries but it was a necessity because every single person went up to Wait, one of those what do you little... mean you were trying you were trying the no don't no, no. drink the hand sanitizer no, i know i know i know but <laughs> I, i'm sure it's happened to everyone where you've got a little squirt bottle you go to get the stuff out of it and you're expecting kind of like a gel no. and then all of a sudden it just shoots out like a rocket all over you because it's just it complete looks like water. you peed your pants yeah <laughs> i mean it just 
but it was a necessity. You know, the distilleries put out a lot of stuff. I mean, even when I worked for Kroger, they sent us just tons and tons and tons of like just the Heaven Hill sanitizer. Yeah. I mean, I, I had, um, let me, let me pull it up because I, I want to give this guy credit. I had somebody send me on, here it is, John Spaulding. He sent me on Instagram a picture from his local Papa John's mm-hmm. of a bottle of Castle and Key hand sanitizer. Oh, and they're huge. They're massive. They're, they're massive, massive, man. But I just, I said my worlds are colliding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Castle and Key ones are so big, it makes you want to just dump it into a five-gallon bucket and stick your whole hand in and pull it right back yeah. out. I mean, they're just, they're massive. Yeah, they are. Um, so anyway, this is really cool to see and really nice to see that this overreach was prevented yeah but just don't don't do this don't do this again please this is one of the more asinine things that we could have left 2020 with yeah yeah. i'm i'm i'd and it's it's good that it's over and i'm really happy that we didn't have to have the conversation one week about how stupid this was and then the next week we could say it's been resolved We, we just get it all done with all at once it's been resolved Thank God that somebody took the the initiative mm-hmm. to ignore this or, or to write this wrong, but just r- ridiculous, man. It is just ridiculous. It's over with now, though. It is over with. Thank goodness. Uh, you know what else is? Now that's a terrible segue. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's not over though? What's that? Is the fact that Kentucky distilleries can now ship bourbon. Oh, dude, I'm so pumped. And sell it online. I am, man. I'm so excited. the best. I am so excited about this. You know what this means? This means we don't have to go all the way to Bardstown to get an Elijah Craig grenade. Yes. Maybe. There is. (laughs) I, I looked into this pretty heavily, and I wanted to say there is only one downside to it. Okay. Um. So distillery only exclusives. If they don't offer it on the website for whatever reason, they used to have to ship like 10% or something like that to to retailers. Mm-hmm. And so occasionally, like the New Riff stuff that was distillery yeah. exclusive would yeah. just kind of show up at your local shop for whatever reason. Right. At least here in Kentucky. And that would happen with Heaven Hill as well. Yeah. And I think they're able to justify that 10% being shipped now. Like they can just ship it. Um, I'll be honest. I'm not totally fussed by that i just and, as and, long as i'm able to get a bottle that's what i want well that yeah. that and also walking into a store and seeing something that you weren't expecting sitting behind the counter mm-hmm. that's that's a really fun moment but how often does it really happen i guess <laughs> well to be fair i haven't done as much hunting as i used to mm-hmm. so it hasn't happened to me in a while but um, when it did happen, it was really cool. And I really, really enjoyed those moments. Yeah. You know, and even, even if it was just seeing like an old Fitzbottom and Bond decanter that wasn't supposed to be there. That's the first time it happened to me. I'd walk yeah. in and I'm just like, old Fitz 14, the first release. It happened in Richmond you, all the time. What are you doing here, yeah. buddy? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. No, I, I'm I'm very excited for it. I understand that there are downsides to it, but I think I'm pumped, man. I, am I don't too. care. None of the downsides other than that matter to me. <laughs> Ship it to my house. It's great. Saves me from going to the store. 
Absolutely. Uh, so let's see what else do we have here. Oh, the Kentucky Bourbon Festival has announced its dates for the 2021 events. Oh, I hope. September 16th through night. Well, I mean, yeah, me too. Yeah. But September 16th through 19th, uh, 2021. I'm so ready to get back to events, man. Oh, look at this. The nonprofit Kentucky Bourbon Festival's board of directors rather, also appointed its 2021 executive committee. Uh, number one on the list, David Mandel, co-founder of Bardstown Bourbon Company. Nice. That is awesome. Congratulations, nice. David. He has always been one of my favorite people to get to see and chat with. And, um, you know, when he was still with Bardstown Bourbon Company, a great point of contact. And just always so happy to, to talk with you and welcoming and just incredibly inviting to come into your into his space and just say, what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic, man. Yeah. And another plus side, that man puts on some of the best events. He really does. Totally does. Yeah. And it always has good food, which I'm I'm already hungry. <laughs> I mean We're having steak for dinner tonight. Oh gosh. We're having we're having here's an early tips and bits. I prosciutto wrap tenderloin. I'm getting Taco Bell. <laughs> Still excited. <laughs> because that's all your palate can appreciate at this point. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, talked about this a little bit on the pregame chats, but Ezra Brooks has announced a new, well, Lux Luxco has announced yeah. a new Ezra Brooks product at 99 proof. I can appreciate that. I don't understand the proof. I don't either, but I can really. It. I, I mean, like I would have expected uh, a 100 proof product, more so than 99. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe just those extra couple drops of water were what sent it to the field goal. I don't know. Who who knows, man? <laughs> or the end zone? Sports. They're hard. I don't do sports. Yeah, much. I I just. Uh, I, I don't know. I really liked the Ezra Distillers collection, like when I could find mm -hmm. it. And I mean, I just want more of those. Those picks were great. Yeah. I hope that's going to be a continuing thing that we, we see more and more of those picks. Yeah. Uh, it, it is being released. I mean, it's basically out now. Again, 99 proof, $25 a bottle and widely available. So Nice. I'll give them that, man. Their distribution's great. Yeah. Uh, that's really the only release we have to talk about this week, too, unless you want to talk about a couple of scotches. Uh, no, we do have yeah. that, uh, <laughs> the, the Warehouse C. Yeah, those are in the TTB labels. The TTB filings. Yeah, we'll just yeah. move on over to those. What there a we transition. Go. Wow, heck of a transition. Yeah. There, uh, so the Colonel Taylor Warehouse C bottled and bond 10-year-old bourbon. <sighs> okay. Let's let's dive into this one. Absolutely. Why don't we? Yeah. Um, thoughts, feelings, concerns, Barry. Uh, thoughts. Okay. Feelings. Uh, avoiding them. Concerns. All of them. <laughs> All of them exactly. Yeah. No, I mean it's just another Buffalo Trace release. We're never gonna see. I mean it. It is. I pretty much as soon as they did that Amareth release. I've yet to see any of them. Uh, I mean, I've seen a bottle in person a couple of times and gotten to taste it once or twice, but it's 
in was, person and attainable fine. though. Yeah. This is not going to be attainable. No. Um my biggest concern with this and it's one that is mostly shared by the bourbon community at large, I believe. Mm-hmm. No matter what the price is on this, it's going to be flipped for a significant profit. Yeah. Because not only is it a limited Taylor release, but it's also a limited Taylor release from the same warehouse that the Tornado Survivor came from. Yeah. So if we were to do a study in taterology or whatever you want to call it, yeah, this would be ex- like like example A. You know, well, I mean it's it's literally just bourbon fan service. It is. Yeah, I mean that's what it is. Yeah. When you put it that way, it's hard to get mad because <laughs> I love when Marvel does fan service, but then when <laughs> Bourbon does it, I just like I'm just looking at my wallet like, why aren't you bigger, buddy? <laughs> like it's <laughs> and looking at your watch saying, why do I have to work forty hours a week? Yeah, I mean it's it's just rough, man. Mm-hmm. I mean I could literally look at this thing and think I could dump an entire week's paycheck into this. That, that that's hard. That's really hard. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this is they're getting to the point of the age Taylor stuff is just not meant for us, man. It's not. I mean, think about it. It's getting more expensive and harder to find than the BTAC releases. I go into every year thinking there's a chance I could get some BTAC this year if it happens. And with this one, I didn't even look for the 18 year marriage. No. It just it came and went. went. I never touched it. And to be honest, too, I think that I would probably prefer to have Taylor Barrel Proof over most of the antique collection. Yeah, I, I think I, it would depend on my mood between that. George T. Stagg, and I mean, that's technically just another iteration. <clears throat> yeah, and then the William Leroux Weller. So here's here's a <clears throat> here's a question for you, though. We've seen all of this innovation, and I, I, I use the word innovation quite lightly because it's basically just, you know, what can we throw together for a new E.H. Taylor release coming out of Buffalo Trace? What's to stop them from basically taking their high rye mash bill and making a limited Taylor product out of it? And why haven't we seen it yet? Because we know, know that there are people who fawn over the the mash bill two releases, Rock Hill Farms, yeah. Blanton's, um, Hancock's. We did a, the last episode that you did the takeover on. We did that that blind flight. Yeah, of them all. I feel like if it doesn't happen next year, it'll probably happen within the next five years. But I am really surprised that they haven't taken that bizarre leap forward yet. No, I honestly don't understand why they haven't done like a barrel-proof straight rye. Oh, I that's a good point too. I mean, that's a that's an existing E.H. Taylor release that they could just modify with age and proof and put it out. And, I mean, it would literally be as simple if they wanted it to be, and people would buy it, as just not watering down the existing product. Yeah, less work for him. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that I want to see more uniqueness from Buffalo Trace, more innovation. I don't think that Taylor is the brand to use it for. It's a very heritage-heavy brand. It is. Yeah. It It'd is. It'd be like doing a wine-finished Elmer T. Lee. People would just be like, Why? 
But they would still buy it. They would, but they would also ask why. Yeah. Like it would be a big point of contention with a lot of reviewers. Like, yeah, for sure. Why does this exist? It is. It is. Yeah, it would be a big why from from me as well. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, the other big one. What's that? Wild Turkey One. Oh, the newest man. Masters Keep that's going to be coming out. Uh, toasted oak finish at 101 proof. Rickhouse G. I'm. I'm excited I'm about so this one. Pumped. The 17 year for some people was a little bit of a letdown. I liked it. I thought it was oaky, uh, but I I didn't think it really commanded the price tag. This one, I want to know how long it sat in a toasted barrel for. I don't mm-hmm. think they've disclosed it, but I've actually had a bunch of toasted barrel stuff recently. One was finished for four to six weeks. One was finished for six months. It yeah. makes a significant difference. It does. Um, I mean. I, I want to know how long they're doing it for. Um, that That's going to be the big key thing for me. I totally agree. And I think this is the perfect avenue mm-hmm. for them to do something a little bit more experimental with the Master's Keep. I do fall into that camp of I liked the 17-year bottle and bond at first. But like we said last week, it opened up not in the way that I would have preferred for it to yeah um where it it just got kind of briny but i'm excited for this and honestly probably gonna pick up a bottle yeah no this is definitely one i'll probably splurge on this year it'll be interesting to compare it to the elijah craig toasted barrel because they're not so far off in proof yeah that they wouldn't have a, a, a common ground yeah, we can't even do a full between. toasted episode. I mean, New Lou's got we may as well multiple toasted. I mean, yeah. I've got one that's the six months, and I've got one that's six weeks. We've got the Elijah Craig toasted. Uh, we could probably get a small sample from somebody of the Michter's toasted stuff. We know some people. We know people. Yeah, <laughs> we could get some of that and, and give that a try. But I'm I'm just curious. I, I think it, the amount of time in the toasted barrel is really what dictates. Yeah, it. I totally agree. So totally agree with that. That's all the news. That's all the news, yeah. Do you want to drink something else? Review something else? Yeah. Do you want to... We can do something different for our um, our review. Oh, heck yeah. You want to do something strange and Let's wonderful? Let's do something really bizarre. Yeah. And we'll... Uh, we, this had originally been planned for our last call. Ooh, so we'll, okay. do, we'll do something else for last call. Yeah. So, in this one also, you can toss into the news. I just found this out the other day, the hard way. Um, they are now distributing to Kentucky. And this is Kings County, this by the Kings way. Kings County, we, yeah. We didn't bring that up. So, this is the Kings County peated bourbon. Whew. At what, like 136 proof? Yeah, so this one in particular <laughs> is a, it's a selection from Midtown Corks. It's a 131.2 proof, ah, aged at is. least four years. I feel... I, so, I'm drinking my pour out of a mini Glen Karen. Yes. A baby Glen. Mm-hmm. Something about it has made me feel very, uh, large, huge. Yeah. I'm a giant now. I have a small Glen Karen. I was, I was going to say like, uh, fancy, I guess. Oh, okay. Another word for well, fancy. You're, you're forced to have your pinky out with a baby Glen Karen. You, I mean, if you, if you don't, you just start gripping it. Like, <laughs> like a madman. <laughs> take a take a picture of this. We'll post it on social media yeah, for absolutely. people to see. 
this is this is what it looks like when you you bear grip uh, <laughs> or gorilla grip a baby Glen Karen. It's the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> it looked so weird. Ah oh, man, I love the nose, man. The nose is great. So this is only four years old. Uh, but the color I, on could, it is ridiculous. You could have convinced me otherwise. I would have thought this was at least 10 yeah. years, maybe 12. They got a lot of info on it. They're it big on so letting you know that it's an open maturation process, and they source their grains from Scotland. Uh, Wild. Yeah, so they, they do a lot of uh, in, interesting stuff. And they love their high proof, man. They even tell you that they have a very specific <laughs> cut range and everything. Perry took a sip. Mm. I'm waiting for a face. That's phenomenal. Right? <laughs> it is just peaty enough to yeah. where you don't lose the bourbon quality of it. Wow, it's hot, though. It is hot. It's really hot. But it just complements what you're already getting in a standard bourbon, the, the caramel, vanilla, and oak. Yeah. By just introducing the smoky flavor that it just sends it into overdrive. It does. And, you know, you get so much of, like, that almost slightly over-oaked bourbon uh-huh. quality on the end of the smoke. It comes in. And at four that. years, is a, it's insane. I don't understand it. I don't either. Wow, that is so good, though. It is, man. It is. It's very good. This is a palate killer, though. Yeah, no, there's nothing else we can have tonight. <laughs> um, That's not true. Oh, we can have plenty, actually. But yeah. it's just, I it may alter the taste a little. We could have some Knob Creek cast strength. Whew. Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Might take you a little bit to drive home. Yes. But. Yeah. That's okay. I like this better than the new Rift Backsutter. I do too. I actually did them side by side. I figured you did. Uh, it, this, the peat in whatever grains they're sourcing is significantly better. Um, that being said, there's got to be something in that open maturation process that they, they boast. Could be. I mean, they put it on the neck tag and everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, uh, they, they're doing it right, man. Yeah. They are doing it right. And I'm glad that this is finally hitting Kentucky. Now, this is a pick. It is cast strength, the one we're getting in. Here in Kentucky is, I think, closer to 100 proof. We tried that a couple, like two years ago, I guess, at Bourbon on the Banks. A year and a half, yeah. Yeah. That was good. And it was tasty. I mean, I, I stand by. It was one of the most interesting things I had that do day. We get, do we get him to sit down with us? We didn't, unfortunately. Okay. But I want to taste some of their just regular bourbon, their bottle yeah, of bond, a cast strength. They've I got agree. a bunch of it. But this is one of those brands that, like, I think is going to be trendy mm-hmm. uh, once it hits your area. So there's your answer, Adam Terry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. We full circle, man. Just... I don't think Adam's even on Patreon anymore. So yeah, it's all good, man. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's it's it it's great. I like it. I do too. I man. really enjoy Have this. that with your steak. Ooh. Yeah. Right. That's not that's not a bad idea. Not I was just going to go for Rare Breed, but you've convinced me. Yeah, not a ton of that smoke comes through on the nose. I mean, it's there, but it's not nearly as apparent as it is in the back of the palate. I, see, I am getting more of the smoke, but I think it's because I'm drinking out of the Baby Glen. <laughs> it's just funneling <laughs> it all in. But it is still, like I said, very characteristic of a bourbon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all that being said. 
All right. Well, since I'm hosting this thing, we've got a rating system of nose, palate, finish, and price. So we're going to go ahead and Never start with that. Never pull fleshy piercings. There you go. Somebody <laughs> has to add that in. Um, so what would you uh, what would you go with on the nose on this one? I, I love the nose on this one, man. I would give the nose... I would give the nose a four. The four? Yeah. Honestly. That's right where I'm at, too. I it, And I'm, I'm kind of restraining myself a little bit because I do... While I do like the smokiness that's on there, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but I do think that in this instance, it complements the product really, really well. Yes. So that's mostly where I'm coming from. But that being said, I really enjoy this nose. It, it's it's spectacular. It is. They balance it out really well. Uh-huh. There's a couple of the peated stuff that I've had, um, specifically like the backsetter rye. It felt like it was a unneeded addition you know yeah um i want to i want to say this before i forget it i would love to see this finished in a sherry cask oh okay i would absolutely love seeing whatever would happen to it if you put it in oloroso casks yeah or something like that yeah like Um, a dessert wine kind of yeah uh i don't think port is right for it i think port would be too heavy uh, but if you take something lighter like a sherry, I think that that would kind of round this out in a really interesting way that would introduce a little bit more sweetness to it as well. Yeah, no, it is 100% savory. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, there is absolutely. nothing sweet about it. Yeah, and and maybe I'll just, you know, do what we've done in the past and take a little, take a little water dropper or whatever and put a couple of drops in to see if that changes it at all. But re- regardless, I, it is incredibly savory. You're right. I'm going to also give the palate a four. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. It's just, it, again, like I said, it just takes the bourbon and sends it into overdrive. It does. The smokiness. It. Have you ever had liquid smoke? I have, yeah. So... I feel like at times scotch can taste like the artificial liquid smoke. I can get behind that. This does not taste inauthentic. This tastes super, super natural mm-hmm. and real. And I think that, you know, as we were talking about with the grains that they have in their product and where they source from, I think all of that is really well reflected in the overall quality of this product. Yeah. I I think this tastes great. I think the finish is my only downside. Okay. I don't think it's incredibly long. I really would have expected a hug at this proof, um, but I'm not getting much of it. Yes, the flavors are still lingering, but I don't... I, I, it's just not my favorite part of this. I'm going to give the finish a three. See, I actually went significantly higher on on the finish really that's my favorite part and part of it is i've had this already before i had anything else to drink the finish is long um i think the flavor wise what it adds the peat is where it shows up on the finish man it's it's in that that wheelhouse that's where it shows up is is right there at the end um i gave Mm, it mm 4.25 wow now the only demerits i have on it if this is the first thing you have to drink uh, that finish gets like 
slightly bitter, has a slight bitterness to it, and it almost sits in your throat like you swallowed a cinnamon candy. Mm-hmm. Not not in a bad way, but it gives you that like, oh man, I need to like breathe for a second kind of feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, flavor wise, fantastic. But it's literally like halfway down your esophagus. You're like, oh my gosh, it's yeah. like when you swallow a pill almost and you didn't quite oh, get and it, it down. It gets stuck. Yeah, yeah. It's I hate just, that feeling so much. But it, it it kind of like all the flavors are good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. It's well rounded. Has a lot of honey, a lot of oak a lot of age that it doesn't actually have and then it just has that weird like kind of hot feeling you know what after having my last sip of it i don't disagree with you and i'm actually gonna bump it up to a four cool it 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 has and something about this last sip really has done wonders for the overall quality of the finish where i am picking up some of those oakier notes the honey is definitely present. It it seems slightly to be more like honeysuckle. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's even kind of like a melon note on there, too, towards the back. It, yeah. That light citrusiness uh, is peppered throughout. But it, it's, man, this it's, is a great product. It, uh, right? I'm, I'm excited to be able to pick this up on a regular basis. Can I Can I just say, too? I think this is proof, bourbon pun intended, that it doesn't have to be made in Kentucky to be great. Oh, for sure, yeah. And, you know, one of my favorite discoveries last year was Jack Daniel's Single Barrel Barrel Proof, mm-hmm. which is another non-Kentucky whiskey Yeah, that I would kind of put in the same echelon with this, in the same tier, because... Yeah. I, I think that they both are just stellar for yeah. what they are. Great job, Kings County. Absolutely, man. <laughs> We've always been a fan of theirs, and we haven't really said much about it just because we haven't had the opportunity to. But yeah. I, I'm putting it out there, man. Kings County, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's laughs> they're going to they're gonna blow up. It's going to be one of those long. things, too, that it, just what you described. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a it's non-Kentucky distillery. It's like, oh, yeah, fine. I'm, it's not like the most overwhelmingly interesting bottle. It doesn't I have like a packaging. crazy amount of artwork, but it's just plain I and love simple. The packaging. It looks like you picked up an experimental something or other, and somebody put on just a nice label to, on the bottle. To be fair, I think that the, the bottle and the packaging and all of it kind of looks like, like a moonshine-style... It does. Product, you know, yeah. like it's it's made in Grandpappy's basement, and you know you're not supposed yeah. to tell nobody about it. But. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fine with me, man. Um, and lastly, for the price, yeah, I don't know what the price is on this one. Right at a hundred. Ooh, yeah. So it's got a lot going for it. This is a you got to keep in mind though. This is a, a selection peated cast strength. So they usually do their their regular peated not at cast strength, and it's not a selection, so it's not a single barrel, and uh, it's also you know just readily available. This is one store, so. Uh, I gave it a three. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a three point five. Okay. And I'll I'll try to justify it in this way. While this is a young product, it does still drink like one that is of higher value. 
Yeah. It definitely maintains an air of this could easily be 10 to 12 years old. So I, I, the, the, the one downside of it, I think not the one downside of it. I gave it a 3.5, um, is that if they're charging a hundred dollars for a four year old product, what's that going to mean if they get up to eight years old? I don't know, but I'll, I'll be honest. If they're four year old, is this good? I don't think I'm concerned with finding an eight year old. Well, that's, that is fair. Yeah, that is fair. And I, I love that for them because we just tried on, on this episode alone some other stuff that's close to that four to like five year range. And I don't think many of them held a candle to this. Now, granted, we got the proof to back it up. We got some additional stuff going on in this one. But I, sure. I don't think there's many people putting out a product this strong with this amount of years. New Riff and Wilderness Trail are about all that comes to mind in the craft scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... That's and it. even even then, they don't get that high in proof. No, but like think about this: a wilderness trail, um, you know, select 115, 114, you know, one of the higher ones. At most, yeah. I mean, those are at least of this quality. You get an old one thirteen pick, you know, from New Riff. I think it's of this quality. Fair. Yeah. So, and and I think you kind of put into words what I was thinking as i was working my way backwards we through. finish each other's sandwiches yes. we do indeed yeah. um the 100 bucks is a lot of money it is yeah but this i feel like has worth and value to it yeah and this specific bottle has a lot of interesting qualifiers yeah that i think get closer to that hundred dollar range i do think if it was just a regular cast strength and it wasn't a single barrel and it was batched and it was still this peated maybe 60 you know, if it was just the regular, like 50, probably, yeah, sure. uh, 45 to 50. Either way, worth it in my mind. It puts me at a 15.25. Yeah, and I'm at a 15.5. Yeah. So. It's a definite recommend. It is, 100%. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if each selection is going to be of this caliber, but yeah. at the same time, give it a, give it a shot. Absolutely. If you can afford it. And shout out to Midtown Corks for doing a great selection. Indeed. I might have to uh, get in contact with your... Oh, yeah. <laughs> with your seller for this. Yeah. Man, that is... Uh, that's good. I am definitely going to have to steal some from you for, for steak. Absolutely. Steak tonight. Absolutely. So. All right. Well, that that wraps us up. We got tips and bits left, man. We do. You got any good tips and or bits? I do actually have a good tip and or bit. Um, I am, for the first time, working my way through community. Okay. Yeah. I I had started it a couple of times, but for whatever reason, it just didn't take. And so now I am just knees deep into where are you at season wise i'm in season three i'm halfway through it i just got done with the oh shoot oh the episode where they're all um they're having to pay off abed's debt Mm -hmm. because he's hiring celebrity impersonators and jeff (laughs) is on severe anti-anxiety medicine yeah incredible yeah this season Season three of Community so far is one of my favorite seasons of television, hands down. 
hands good, down one of the best seasons of television I've ever watched. It uh, Community is one of those shows that grips you the second the cast is figured out. You know, who they're supposed to be. Who they're supposed to be. Yeah. So it's the same with Parks and Rec. It's mm-hmm. the same with The Office. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. The second that Abed and Troy get that apartment together, it's just it's just all downhill from there, man. It's fantastic. That's the that uh, that episode where Annie moves in is uh, sorry, spoilers. Yeah. Too. I don't mean to spoil anything, but the episode where Annie moves in with them, and Jeff is trying to avoid, and he has to go sing "Kiss from a Rose." Mm-hmm. With Dean Pelton, I was crying, laughing. Yeah, at that entire scene. There's just something I and I really enjoyed the first two seasons as yeah. well. But season three started out so strong, and it just—it's like it hasn't stopped. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it great. absolutely has just gone off the rails. I'm trying to think what was the. What's the episode before? Oh, the episode before the um, the impersonators one is the one with the wedding. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, and it good. featured maybe my favorite line in the entire series where Jeff goes, well, somebody please explain to Britta what an analogy is. And she goes, I know what it is. It's a thought with another thought's hat on it. <laughs> so, like, it's just so good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's fantastic. Anyway, uh, uh, that that's my big one yeah. right now. Oh, I'll also recommend another one. Um, YouTube show or YouTube channel, uh, and this is more for the people who are like me and also are music nerds. But uh, his his name's Samurai Guitarist, and he's very very dry in his humor. Um, and like I I can't even show you stuff mm-hmm. that i find funny because it's so music based you just buy into it that because you it's would what you know yeah but yeah. like you would just be like i don't i don't get it yeah but anyway that's fair. He, he's really really good if that's your kind of thing go check him out yeah i've uh i've been watching a new show called imposter or imposters i forget if it's imposter i've never heard of that it's it's hilarious man it starts really? off with this guy basically just getting ripped off by this this girl that he was about to marry realizes her entire life is just her being a con artist and then he meets up with somebody else eventually and realizes that was the same thing that happened to him and then they find another person and it's the same thing that happened to her and so they all track this they all track her down uh and because they had all their money stolen the only thing they could do was resort to conning people to get money to find her and then they catch up and they're just like oh if she doesn't keep doing this, we're all we're all gonna die because we're associated now, and so it's just this just comedy of errors, man. It's just yeah. fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, that one's always a good one to watch. Two seasons, you know, so you can get into it for a while and have some. What's it to on watch. Netflix? Yep. Yeah, the old Netflix curse of two seasons and then they cancel you. Yeah. Yeah. Six but. seasons in a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all my tips and bits. All right. Well, that's going to wrap us up. I uh, I don't have much in the way of social, so I'm going to plug mine, and then you've got a big spill after. I do. Yeah. So the same spiel I give every week. Absolutely. If you need to follow me, it's going to be on Instagram at SwanTBF, and I will hand the rest of the episode over to Perry for his plugs. Well, thank you, Swan, for leading a really fun episode. Absolutely. This it's was a validation, you know. Wonderful. I, I'm, I'm on cloud nine about the fact that I can continue to recommend Turkey 101 to people. 
If you want to follow up with the show, uh, it is at my bourbon pod on all social media channels, as well as myself at prater1492. You can send questions or comments to this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. You can leave us a five star rating and review on your podcatcher app. Let me check real quick. I don't think we have any new uh, reviews this week, but if you do leave us a review, we'll actually read it out here on the show, unless you don't want us to. I mean, you know, it's fine either way. No, we have no new reviews this week, uh, but that is one of the best ways for you to help the show out if you cannot do so on things like Patreon or, or Snuffy Chats over on our live stream uh, that happens every Thursday night on YouTube.com slash This My Bourbon Podcast. Uh, but it the, the reviews help push us up in the algorithm of the Apple Podcast app. Uh, it shows other people if you just search for bourbon podcast or bourbon or whatever we we pop up there i think we're like the sixth or seventh that comes up when you search for bourbon yeah uh, which is really cool so we appreciate everybody for supporting the show as you always do uh like i said live streams youtube.com slash this is my bourbon podcast every thursday night at eight o'clock uh let's see what else all of our apparel and merchandise is found at bourbonshop.threadless.com uh including skateboards which yes. somebody's got to buy one. We mention it way too often. Like just one person, I want to see them buy a uh, <laughs> buy a skateboard. I think it would just be amazing. Oh yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> Not you though. No, I you mean, don't need a skateboard. If no one gets one by your birthday this year, <laughs> you're getting a skateboard <laughs> for your birthday. I guess I'm gonna learn how to skateboard this year. Absolutely, we're gonna do an entire <laughs> series on Perry learning how to skateboard. This is Perry before he drinks and trying to skateboard. This is while he drinks. And this is after he's been cut off. <laughs> oh, my god! This is on the way to the hospital. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, you can become a supporter of the show at patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month. For $5 a month, you get the bonus content, which includes the pregame chats, which come out every Tuesday before the Wednesday episodes. And now, again, as we started up last week, the last week call which is always just an insane time and i we we're we're gonna get back to those heavily edited episodes eventually not yet not yet we'll get there not yet maybe after you come back from sabbatical yeah <laughs> but that does it for this week swan do you want to do you want to send us out oh yeah yeah i can do that okay how do i do this again oh right say thank you thank you guys and i'm swan and i'm perry and this is my bourbon podcast. Hey, he said the thing. He did it. I did it. I did it. Thank you. <laughs>